0: Joseph, betrothed, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily, secretly. May the Lord blessing to the reading of his words. Pray for just a moment. Heavenly Father, guide and direct my words and thoughts. We thank you for the song just now sung, uh, that you are the light of the world. You came into the world to be born and then eventually to die for us, that we might have life. Thank you. Help us to be the light of the world. Since you have left, you've given us the responsibility to be salt and light in this world. May we do so. May our time be precious together as we think about your word, about this wonderful decisions that were made by Mary and Joseph to be obedient. Thank you most of all for the decision of Jesus, who willingly came to be tabernacled among us, just when we needed him most. And so we just thank you for this time together be with those teaching downstairs. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you're jotting down notes, there is room in the back of the bulletin to jot down notes each Sunday. But we are talking about this morning the virgin birth of our Savior. There may be some ancillary, some uh, more of a little digging down. You may not agree with completely on my on my little nuances, as I said at Sunday school. But we, I believe, the Bible will be clear Christ was born of a virgin. Without virgin birth, we have no Savior. So we can all, I think, agree on that. John Wolvard said, The incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ is the central fact of Christianity. Upon it, the whole superstructure of Christian theology depends. The late Larry King, uh, who was Larry King Live, was once asked who he would most like to interview. If he could choose anybody in all history, Mr. King said, Jesus what would you like to ask Jesus? King replied, I would ask him if he was indeed virgin born. The answer to that question would define history for me. It defines history for all of us. I want you to know, perhaps you're unknowing of it, but I can tell you this morning who Christ is and what you do with him is the number one thing you must decide in this life. Without Christ, you have no hope. I'm not trying to be, I uh, will say I am dogmatic about that. I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm not trying to be obnoxious or cr- cruel. Actually, if I was cruel, I'd never tell you that Christ didn't, I would never tell you that Christ came. But I'm telling you, he came that we might have life. And so this morning, six indicators, six P's, if you would, uh, of the virgin birth of our wonderful Savior. There are those in the past who have gotten it wrong. One commentator, who I won't give his name, said this. The virgin birth is a doctrine which presents us with many difficulties. And it is a doctrine which his church, our church, does not compel us to accept in the literal and physical sense. He missed it. We do need to understand and accept. It's, well, I can't explain it, Pastor, how that happens. It doesn't happen naturally. It's why it's the virgin-born Christ is supernatural. God did it. God did it. We just read it. The Holy Ghost placed the Christ child into Mary's womb. Let me stick on point, because I really got on some uh, spur lines in Sunday school today, so let's go back to our point. So this is a question. How does this happen? Can I just tell you the first two people that we know heard about what Christ was coming asked these very questions. How does it happen that a woman could be with child without having a man involved? And what am I supposed to do with Mary now? Is this really, uh, how does it, is this how does Mary become with child? And so both those questions, Mary's question, Joseph's question is answered for us. If we turn back to 16, 116 of Matthew, we find these words, 116, and Jacob, this would be Joseph's father, begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Now, per- previous, there were 39 And so and so begat so and so and so and so begat so and so and so so begat so and so and so so thirty nine, and we get to number forty. Things change, and Jacob begat Joseph, and Joseph doesn't say Joseph begat Jesus, does it? What does the Bible say? Which, by the way, the Bible is always the bottom line. The husband of whom, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus. Now we don't have. If you've studied Spanish. We have l and loss, and we have law and los. We have those different. We have loss and los, and l and law. Those are those are feminine and masculine pronouns. By the way, there's only two. There's masculine and there's feminine pronouns. We don't see it in our text, but of the of whom and sixteen is a feminine pronoun, so it has to have a feminine antecedent. It has to refer back to a feminine personality. So of whom refers back to whom, not chosen. Look what the Bible says. Of Mary, of whom was born Jesus? I'm telling you, the more you dig, the more you find the Bible's magnificent It is always right. Have you ever had those things? You buy something and it just doesn't turn out to be what you thought it was going to be and you get disappointed. And I I bought a music program. It's not the music program maker's fault, but I bought this music for $100, a music program to run all the music ministry in a church. I have not, I've had it three years and not even learned how to use it yet because it's like, man, it just doesn't doesn't work or my files were messed up or something like that. Disappointment, not again on Dr. Parker's fault, but on my fault, I guess. But sometimes you buy something We have like these little, you've heard the Obi Joy interactive game system. The more I learn about that, man, it's like, I like it. I still like it. We're starting my senior center at all the senior centers. It's it's a digital fob check-in where they have digital things that poke on the computer screen. The more I learn about it, the more I like it. The more I learn about our Savior, the more I love him. The more I love him. The more I learn about Bible, it's like, man, the deeper you go in the Bible, the Bible's spot on. Now, that must, You don't find spot on in Scripture, but I'm telling you, in today's lingo, the Bible's spot on every time. Every time. Of whom? So they're assigning, the, the, the Matthew, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is assigning to Mary. Of whom was born the Christ child. Again, the begat is not so much here, but to be born, it's, it's to the mother alone. You, do you see how important that is? Christ was placed into Mary's womb, bypassing the fallopian tubes, etc., of that seven-day period from there. The creation of the life by God, passing down through the fallopian tubes to the to the uterine wall, et cetera. He it says he's placed into the, her womb, her womb. So the Bible says, placed into her womb. Now, it's, now it's just a suggestion here. This comment on the pronoun. But it isn't a statement of virgin birth per se, but it's certainly a suggestion of something well unusual. We've had 39 times, we've had so-and-so begat so-and-so, uh, Floyd begat George, George begat Tim, Tim begat Ian, Ian begat Jack, and Jack, you know, we may have, have something after that. This is, this is what we're saying here. All the way back, the line, of, the line of Joseph, his kingly right, if you would, to the throne. Six Ps, P number one, is going to be for us, is Purity. We're taking down notes purity. By the way, I mentioned this morning that the virgin birth, the birth was a normal birth. It was, as far as the birthing process, I mentioned, it wasn't like a one minute labor and out Jesus came and with no pain. I think it was a normal birthing process. The virgin birth is the conception part. And when you hear the Immaculate Conception, that in the Roman church does not refer to Jesus. Please get that out of your mind. Immaculate Conception refers erroneously to Mary. Remember that they were trying to explain how Mary could have a sinless child. Well, she has to be sinless herself. That was their explanation. But I tell you, the Bible just, it's, it's a miracle. It's supernatural. It's something beyond what we can do normally. Purity. Look what it says in verse 18. It says for us here, you pray that I stay on focus today so I can get through my time. I have only the few minutes that I have. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise: when his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Espoused—that's the kiddushin in the Jewish culture. That was much more than an engagement. If you're engaged, that's wonderful, but the spousal was—you were married. You were called a husband. I was called a husband; she was called the wife, and we were, we were, we were, we would be married, except we didn't live together and do what living people do when they live together. We didn't do that because that's the culture, and typically it was for a year. If I became betrothed to Stephanie, we'd wait a year before we got married to make sure that she was indeed pure. I mean, just put it that way—that's what they would do. We're waiting, so they're in this kiddushim that Joseph and Mary are. They are betrothed to one another. That is how they're called wife and husband, even though they're not living together in that culture. That's what they did. Matter of fact, you could not break the betrothal unless it was adultery, and then you had to have a bill of divorcement to break the betrothal period. So that's how serious it was. They were in this kiddushin. He would find a prospective bride, a small sum of money was given, signing of a document by which he would pledge his love and loyalty, lifelong loyalty, they would do it to each other, equivalent somewhat of our engagement, but much stronger, if you would, much stronger than that, uh, if you would uh, think about that, is a 12-month waiting period. The husband-to-be was released from the contract if his betrothed was found with child. That's why, this is why Joseph is struggling What do I do with Mary? Do I put her away privily? Do I just, I love Mary, but Mary's having to have a baby. is not mine. So what am I going to do? That's why he's struggling here in these verses. Being a just man and not willing to make a public example. I'm telling you, Joseph loves Mary. He he wants what's best for her. But he's got it. How's this going to work? What's going to happen? So that's why he's struggling. By the way, had it been you or I, man, we've been struggling too. We would have been. But there's two phrases here, uh, expressions, before they came together. So that's why purity, number one is purity. First indicator of the virgin birth. There was no intimate relations at all between them. That's what exactly Mary has in mind. If you hold your finger there in Matthew and hop over to Luke chapter 1, please. This is why Mary asked this question in 130. Chapter 1, verse thirty. Gabriel, announced going to conceive in her womb, and the angel said unto her, "Fear not, marriage." Luke 1:30 For thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. Now this record records her action. The first person that wants to know how does this work was Mary herself. We find then that this it wasn't just any virgin. It was the definite article. If you look back in, can you hold your finger in two places and look back in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, please? Isaiah 7.14, if you would there, please, Isaiah 7.14. This is where this verse 23 in Matthew 1 comes from. Isaiah 7 14. Therefore, the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. What a wonderful promise. It is for us. And there is what is called the definite article. It's not just a, it is the virgin in the Greek, also the virgin. So it's not just a random girl. It's the one prophesied by God. 700 exactly chosen. I like it. Chosen, the chosen one. Can you imagine Mary, the privilege of carrying the Christ child for nine months? We say too much, too less, too little about Mary. The Roman church says far too much about Mary. But we don't give her... She must have been a very godly young lady, don't you think? Yes, she was. Well, how do you know, Pastor? She did exactly what God asked her to do. Be unto thy handmaiden, the servant, Joseph. Don't you think Joseph was a godly man? Yes, he was. He was a godly man. He did the right thing. How do you know he obeyed God? You do what you want to do. Talk about in Sunday school. not trying to rehash it. But you're going to do this year what you want to do. If you want to be sold out for God, you will be with God's help. If you want to be a nominal Christian, you will be. And God will not be helping you very much properly with that. But you really want to do business for God. You really want to grow in your grace and knowledge of the Lord. You will. But it's going to take something the wise men had. C o m m i t, c o m m i t m e n t, Commitment. It's going to take that. It's, you're getting up every morning. bring your Bible. in your alarm. 15, 20, half hour early. Whatever it takes. And being on board with what God has for you. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Her reaction, how shall this be? Saying, I know not a man. There has been no relationship with a man between any person, certainly not with Joseph How's this going to happen. You say, but pastor, there, there, there's no biological explanation in human thinking. And you're right. You're right. Please let us stop this idea that we can somehow change who we are. By the way, it's rebellion against God. God made us who we are. He has decided there's but two. There's only two sets of pronouns, one or the other. I'm not I'm, you know, I'm not trying to just listen. We have to come back to what God says. I'm trying to do it in love, but we have to come back what the Bible says. When we get sideways with the Bible, sideways with the Bible means we're going on contrary to it. It's not the Bible's fault. The Bible's been the same in the mind of God before as ever. Penned by man. He has not changed. He has not. Before they came together, there was purity, second personality, back over in our text. Finally, we're back over to Matthew chapter one verse eighteen. Matthew one eighteen. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. The second P is personality, very shortly personality. Before they came together speaks of the timing of the conception. He's also to be ruling out that is the conception is is not due ruling out any Joseph interaction at all before they came together. Joseph had no part in all of that. No one has except God, given place in her womb by the Holy Spirit, personality. How did Joseph feel? Well, back in 119, we can pretty much tell you the the Bible's pretty clear on, on how he felt. I can tell you what well, the Bible says for us. I don't want you to tell you. The Bible seeks for itself. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make a public, private, public example, was minded to put her away privately. I, and my thinking, he's pretty much decided to do that until God intervenes. Now you need to notice, Matthew, uh, we find that, I think it's Matthew Henry said, Matthew never designates Joseph as the father of Jesus. Later to warn Joseph about Herod's hostility, do you remember the statement? The angel to Joseph, arise and take the young child and his mother and flee to Egypt. The Bible is always supportive of the doctrines that it teaches. It's never, well, the Bible says this here, and the Bible says they're two absolutely, it doesn't contradict it. If the contradiction's in us, the Bible is one unified whole, and the thread that runs through it is the blood of Christ all the way through. We'll find people, and you can find people in the public eye who said one thing one year or one month and said something and then go back to that, back to that. That's humankind. God is not like that. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never makes a mistake. The third is P is protection. He's minded to put her away privately, privately. He wants to do that. And we find then Mary flees in Luke one thirty nine. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste unto the city of Judah. in Luke one thirty nine. They entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. So she leaves. The, she wants to make things as easy as possible for Joseph, and she leaves and goes over to Elizabeth's house. And Elizabeth calls her the mother of my Lord. And you know what happens. You know very well. When she comes, John the Baptist leaps in Elizabeth's womb because he hears the promise. Of the Christ coming, I'm telling you, life begins at conception. We know that. And I've preached it. I'll preach it to the cows come home. Viable. Viable life begins the moment of conception. You have everything you need to become a viable adult human being at the moment that God gives us life. The protection. He wants to protect her, which is very nice. She flees. She was there three months. Now, of course, that this what they did is provide the accountability, removing all possibility the child could be viewed as Joseph. However, the sneering, snake handling, well, handling—but the snake-like people called the Pharisees and the scribes, do you remember what they said to Christ in John eight forty one? 41? He said, you do the deeds of your father. And they said unto him, we be not born of fornication. Wow, can you imagine that? Saying that to the Messiah. So it's like, uh, was it uh, Mark Twain that said, a lie can go halfway around the world before the truth can get its boots on? <laughs> that is it. This, have you heard about Mary and Joseph? Well, you know that was And people have come up with all these ideas and tried to explain away. Listen, I said in Sunday school, the Trinity is not a quartet. The Trinity is not a quartet. There's only three that know everything. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I don't, we don't understand. How does all that work? It's a miracle. Can you just say it? It's a miracle how this happened. It's the miracle of the virgin birth, not the birthing process nine months later, but the placing of God in Mary's womb. Verse 20, Proclamation. And while he thought all these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, I think there's four or five dreams in the first two chapters of of Matthew, at least four, if not five. Joseph, a son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. Now, how was he he able to call him wife? We know that now, right? It's the betrothal period. They're considered husband and wife, although they aren't living together yet. They're husband and wife. So that's, that's how he's able to do that. That's how they relate. So we understand. And the word conceive, what does that mean, conceive? Well, it's the same word he says in 24, uh, um, uh, later on in Luke, it says, Elizabeth conceived. That's the same kind of thing. That's the word for it. It's just gave birth. Going to give birth. She's going to conceive in the womb. Now, Luke does not use the begat, but Dr. Luke uses more of a technical term for that conceive there. Verse 30, 31, 31 of Luke. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb. One twenty four. After those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived. So when Elizabeth conceived, it was a little baby boy. I want to say bouncing baby boy. I don't know if John the Baptist was bouncing or not. He causes a lot of things to bounce around, I guess. But he she conceived and gave birth to a baby boy, John the Baptist. A literal physical birth. Thou shalt conceive in thy womb. And in Luke 1, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? How shall this be? So if you want to know, the first two people that wondered how on earth, and that's just the answer, it's not on earth. How in the world, it's, not, that's not, it's, not, it's outside of time. How is this going to happen? Joseph and I have been, we've been doing the right thing, and I've not been involved with anybody else. How, so the first two pieces people to wonder how this works are the first two people that heard about it for the most part. The mother and his earthly father, we don't call him that, Joseph. Angelic verification of proclamation. Back in 121 of Matthew, if you are still there, and he shall, she shall bring forth a son. Thou shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The angel gives the proclamation, and then there's fifthly the prophecy. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. Now Jesus is the equivalent of Old Testament Joshua, There're probably a lot of little Joshuas running around. There's a lot of Joshuas running around today, but this is that Jesus is the equivalent Old Testament of Joshua, for He shall save His people from their sins. Now, why connect Jesus and saving people from their sins? So call the baby Je- Jesus saves, Jehovah saves. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. So, think about it like this. Call his name Jesus. So, so if Jehovah says, and the baby's name is Jehovah saves, who is the baby? God. Jehovah saves? Call the baby Jehovah saves? And so if, oh, that means Jesus is God. Yes, that's exactly what it means. But the Bible says, and back in Isaiah 9, 6, he's called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That is Jesus, not God the Father there. He is the Mighty God. See, Pastor, uh, I'm just sort of, is that really true? It is true. <clears throat> Think about it like this. If God did not pay the price of your sin, no one else can. If Jesus is not God, you have no salvation. Because he died for us. He who knew no sin was made sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 23, behold, one twenty-three of Matthew, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, being interpreted as God with us. Now there are some translations in 714 of Isaiah who says, young woman. But the word there in the Hebrew is Alma, A-L-M-A-H, occurs seven times in the Old Testament, and according to Strong, it can be demonstrated in every single context that the word can be referring to virgins alone. It can be in those seven contexts. The New Testament clears the decks. Parthenos, when it gets to the New Testament time, the Septuagint and the writer's of the New Testament use a Greek word that can only mean one thing. Never having been with a man, she was a virgin lady who was, gave birth to the Christ child. Prophecy. Just as God had said. Remember, the first two people that wondered how it's going to work are the very two people that are going to be most involved with the Christ-giving Coming to the world. Martin Luther once offered a hundred florins to anyone who could prove that the Hebrew word Alma ever referred to a married woman in the Old Testament. And after that he said, only the Lord knows who I would ever find a hundred florins to pay that person, but they they didn't. Strong says there is no instance where it can be proved that Alma designates a young woman who is not a virgin. So the Bible says so. It's prophesied so. The Bible says clearly the New Testament church has believed since the beginning. So whether you want to believe or not is true. I, the Bible said it is true. God says it. The song said God said it. I believe it and that settles. No. God said it and it's settled. <laughs> now. I like the song. Now do you believe it? That is the choice you have to make. At the end of Matthew one twenty four. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the oh don't you love that Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son I'm telling you he's a man of character Joseph man of character He's doing, paying all the bills. He's doing all the work. He's having all the shame, and yet he treats her as God has wanted him to be to, her, to be treated. Even though he's bearing all... I, can you just imagine the tongues that were wagging? We, we know about wagging tongues, right? Or or can you imagine textbook, texting if they had Twitter? Can you imagine the fingers? Mary Jolie. I haven't seen her for... Hours. Yes, the social media? Can we just call it unsocial media sometimes? The final indicator perseverance. And knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son. Firstborn son. do, Do you not see how everything lines up perfectly? God's word shall stand. She would call it Jehovah Saves. End of the story. You know, sometimes you, you tell a joke and you wait and you've got this punchline, you work on it. That's why I tell so very few jokes, long jokes at all. I mean, we need to focus anyway on God's word. But anyway, there's this, the punchline at the very end. And you've got to say it clearly. Or you misses the whole thing. This, this is it. This is, the, the, it's, not, it's not even humorous. It's not meant to be humorous. And knew her not. And it called his name Jesus. Jehovah Saves. That's the bottom line. He came to save you and I, Marcin. As soon as the Jewish reader would read that before they came together, she was found a child of the Holy Ghost. The Jewish reader is going, "How's he going to react to that? Exactly as Joseph had. How's this going to work? What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to trust you, God, in this too? Yes, you are." Have you chosen to believe? See, Joseph chose. He chose to believe what the angel had told him. What this obviously does is imply to every skeptical reader that he ought to do the same as Joseph. Let's just read those last two verses again. We find then, And Joseph being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till so she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus and you should go do that likewise. If I can do that, uh, Joseph were speaking to us from the grave, from heaven, from wherever, wherever he is now, heaven. If, if I can do that, earthling, then you should be able to because I'm the one bearing all the brunt of this and you should then choose to believe. Purity before they came together. Personality of the Holy Ghost. Protection, minded to put away privily. Proclamation, angelic confirmation to Joseph. Prophecy, Old Testament confirmation from Isaiah, and perseverance. He knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. Do you believe, Justin Martyr? who was one of the closest uh, uh, old, uh, writers from the New, New Testament time said this, the virgin birth is a universal belief to be accepted by everyone calling himself a Christian. Can I just say, don't call yourself a Christian if you don't believe in it. That's how important it is. He was dead and buried, he died for you. That's, that's a cardinal doctrine. The virgin birth of Christ is a cardinal belief of the church, has been, always will be. And it's a cardinal belief of those who truly know Christ. Irenaeus said the Christian church scattered over the world received from the apostles the faith of the virgin birth. Have you received him? And interesting, in worship, we may not have known this, but in worship, the, royalty was, the worship of royalty was practiced in the Near Eastern world, but the worship of an infant or toddler was not done to the exclusion of the parents. So to a Jew, when the wise men come in, in 2.11, and when and, and find and when he had come into the house they saw the young child with Mary's mother and fell down and worshipped him. That was so unusual, that culture. It's up to you. You, you were either gonna be antagonistic like Hear it? You're going to be indifferent as the scribes or you're going to be worshiping like the wise men. There's pretty much just three. We were talking about in Sunday school, how much the percentage of Americans that are hostile towards Christ, indifferent toward Christ, and who want to worship Christ? We decided on 60, sort of 60, 30, 10. Do you know the Christ? Marvin Rosenthal, which you may know if you know anything about uh, rapture, has the wrote the wrote has the idea of the Pre-wrath rapture, which I'm not going to even touch on that today, but they, he and his wife wrote this, I really love this poem. Mary had a little lamb who lived before his birth. Self-existent son of God from heaven, he came to earth. Mary had the little lamb, see him in yonder stall. Virgin born son of God to save man from the fall. Mary had the little lamb, obedient son of God. Everywhere the father led, his feet were sure to trod. Mary had the little lamb crucified on the tree, the rejected son of God. He died to set men free. Mary had the little lamb. Men placed him in the grave, thinking they were done with him. But to death, he was no slave. Mary had the little lamb ascended. Now as he to work on earth. His work on earth is ended. Our advocate to be. Mary had the little lamb mystery to behold from the lamb of Calvary. A lion will unfold. When the day star comes again, of this we can be sure, it won't be lamb-like silence, but with the lion's roar. Now that is who came to be born for you. He wasn't born in the manger. It says that Mary laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the end. Is there room in your heart for God? I can't answer for you. If there's no room right now, you need to open the door and let him in. There will be those by the countless, I would say billions, who will spend their eternity apart from Christ in punishment, in torment, because they... A lot lot of them probably heard a message just something like this. Ah, It's not that important. It is eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Without him, you have everlasting death. My wife would just tell me yesterday about how some lady who got out of a cult and she'd been reading her Bible and she said, well, I've, I've learned from the Bible that hell does not exist. It's not a real thing. And so we're all just going to cease to exist ourselves. Like annihilation, what she was saying. Annihilation's not true. You're going to live somewhere forever. about Christ, you're going to live in a Christless eternity. So there's the room. Let's pray together. Please, heads up closed. songwriter said so eloquently if you, some years past there's room at the cross for you though millions have come there's still room for one there's room at the cross for you have you received Christ if you have not would you stop being negligent or apathetic or uncaring or hostile and receive the baby when he comes again, I can just tell you, the Bible says he's coming back as king of kings and lord of lords, and he will reign forever. It's already said. Now, are we going to be on his side or not? Heavenly Father, work in our hearts and lives during this invitation time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The standing of the please, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. As the instrumental